my secret for giving extra thoughtful gifts, for having themed outfits for holidays, or really anything else I seem on top of, it's all because I plan out my month at the start of every month. In this episode, I'm sharing my love for a paper, that's right, I said paper, calendar, in a monthly view so you can look at your entire month as a whole. I'm sharing my favorite planner and how I use it to be prepared for the month ahead. My favorite part is that it saves so much time and money. I feel less stressed and less rush because I've taken care of so many things ahead of time. This is a very practical podcast all about using your calendar to plan out your month to make you more efficient and more awesome. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. I am so glad you are here with me today. We have a fun one. Today is all about calendar planning and using your calendar to be extra awesome. A lot of times people will send me messages on Instagram that are so sweet, like you have it all together, you think of everything, and it's so nice, but really, it just comes down to habits and routines, like anything. And listen, full transparency, for as many things I do awesome, there are micro fails as well behind the scenes. So just to put that out there, to be always try to be very realistic, and listen, the goal isn't perfection. Um, I'm just trying to create unique experiences and be organized, not be rushed, not spending a fortune on overnight shipping like I think we've all done many more times than we would like to admit for gifts or for party supplies or for house supplies, whatever it is. I use my calendar in a monthly view to plan things out ahead of time. So today I'm sharing with you exactly how I do it. First, I wanted to mention, listen to my How to Be Awesome at Treating Every Sunday Like It's New Year's podcast if you really want to do goal setting and planning action items to get to where you want to go. That podcast is more about that, about your goals and your ambitions and goal setting and tasks and lists and things like that, whether it's in your business or you want to start a business or it's for your career or just different things you want to accomplish in your life. That's That podcast is more about that. This one is more about operating your daily life and your lifestyle. And if you have a spouse or if you have kids or your extended family, this is about your life your lifestyle, your social plans, your events, your parties, your dinners, all that type of thing. So that's what we're talking about today. We are talking about using your calendar to be more awesome and prepared at all of it. So first, my favorite calendar is by Plum Paper. So you go to plumpaper.com and you can create your own calendar. I really need to reach out to them and talk to them because I talk about them all the time. I post about them all the time 
and their calendars are really fantastic. You can completely personalize it. However you do it, just make sure you get the monthly view. I am constantly looking at my monthly view and I feel like it helps me uh, keep things organized, not forget things, but also, and we'll get into this, have a good balance of the things that are important, things I want to be spending time doing, things that people in my family or I love need. So the monthly view is key. In the Plum Paper, on their website, you can also add in daily pages. You can set up goal pages. You can add recipe pages and meal planning. You can do to-do lists. You can really personalize this thing. I add in some blank pages for scratching notes. I always keep my to-do lists in my book. I used to carry around all these loose papers and a like lined uh, workbook or a little composition book. I would always carry something else with me with whatever it is I was working on, different projects for work or ideas. Now I make myself, even if I make a little paper list, I make myself transfer it into this. So I bring this everywhere with me and then I have all my to-dos. So if I'm sitting in carpool for an hour rather than scrolling social media or doing something that's not as productive, I have my list with me. I never forget it at home. I try not to. So that way, not only do I have my calendar, but I also have my list of things that I'm trying to get done. So it's all in one place. Make sure you have the calendar view. And I'm telling you, I love it if it's paper. I like to write things down. I only use pencil, not because I'm afraid to commit, but just because things change. And sometimes I'll put things in here with a question mark. One thing I've really been intentional about in the last few years is planning date nights with my husband, but also planning friend nights. Nights where we go out with another couple or a couple couples because it's so easy for life to get so busy and realize you haven't done that in a while. So I love looking at the calendar as a whole. I I don't set, I'm not big on setting exact days and dates, but somehow at the end of I try to do it on the first of the month. The first of the month is ideal for me, but depending on how that falls, I'll do it at the very end of the last month or within the first couple days of the new month. And I'll look at the month as a whole. And this is how I do my planning. So I start with um, making sure people I love that their birthdays are on there. You know, sometimes you know that maybe your friend's husband's birthday's in March, but you're not sure which day. So I'll make sure everything's on there. Then I will do gifts. So the way I do everything with this calendar planning, if it's quick, I do it on the spot. If it's not quick, I make myself a big list, like almost like a brain dump list, and I put it on the list, and then I make sure that I get to it soon. Because it doesn't help if you put it on a brain dump list, and then you don't get to the list quick enough, and then it's the night before the event, and you have nothing to wear, or you have no gift and you're racing out, and you're spending, you know, four hours racing to the mall, and all these, you know, three stops stressed, when it's something that would have taken you 15, 20 minutes online ahead of time. That's what I've learned in my life that is so easily avoidable. Now, you don't always know what you want to wear, or what gift you want to give, but at least if you get it on a list, then when you do have time, you're searching with intention. I used to kind of just scroll and online shop without a clear intention. So I just wasn't being as efficient as I could with my time. Now I have my list. When I have my free time, I know what I need to search for. And I try to do it 
all pretty early on into the month. That way I'm just done. I'm done. I'm ready. I know what I have. So I book my date nights. I book my couples dinners. Now it's best if you can do this at a, at a time when you're doing your calendar planning, um, when things are open. So that way you can make doctor's appointments or dinner reservations or things like that. And you can kind of be on the phone. I've tried doing this like kind of off hours and I realized it's so much more productive if you can do it at a time when most businesses and most places are open. So we're going to brain dump everything. We're putting it all on a list. Again, if it's something quick, just do it. If it's popping on Amazon and you already know what you want to order, order it. Or if it's, you know, any of these things that are like less than five minutes, I just power out and I do them. If it's something that's going to take longer or I'm not quite sure, I'm still thinking about it, I'll put it on my, my list of things to do. The best part about looking at your calendar as a whole is you can look at it and make sure it has balance. You have those date nights and times with friends and times for self-care. Make sure that you put on there doctor's appointments that you know you need to do. One fun thing that I do ahead of time, so I make my plum paper calendars and then sometimes I'll think of things ahead of time, like four months ahead of time. So I'll scroll to that to that month and I'll just put it in the side column. There's this awesome side column that you can head it with whatever you want. I think mine says priorities on the side, but really for me, I use it for whatever I want to think about that month. So Heather and, and I, if you listen to Heather DeBro's World podcast, Heather DeBro and I, one of my besties, we always talk about going apple picking and we've never done it. And then COVID hit, but it's like a September thing. So every year I move it over to try to research apple picking. So one year we will do it. But there's all sorts of things that when it pops up randomly, I'll just flip to that page, flip to that month and I'll write it in the sidebar. So that way when I open up my calendar for my monthly planning, I have you know some things I wanted to make sure that I didn't forget. So it could be things that are based around holidays. Maybe I'll have an idea um, six months ahead of time for my husband's birthday, but I just don't want to order it yet or have it sit around or I'm not sure. So then I'll hop over to December and I'll put birthday idea for Craig and I'll write it there. So that way, all my ideas are kind of funneling where they go. Also, when you're looking at your whole calendar, you'll look and say, okay, there's 4th of July coming up. Now, when I say look at the month, of course, you want to look at the month, but like the 4th of July is at the beginning of the next month. So if you wanted, say, a special outfit for everyone in the family, you're going to want to kind of look at your month, but then look into the next month before the first. That makes sense? So say you're looking and there's something that you want to get something special, maybe uh, St. Patrick's Day outfits or 4th of July outfits. I will look on the calendar and sort of space things out. And like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, it's so it's so flattering and it's so kind. But a lot of times people will say like, you know, how do you have this much energy or how do you have these ideas? You're always on top of things. And again, no, I'm not. Just like all of us, we're all trying to figure it out and think of different things. But I'm telling you, just having that complete quiet alone time where you look at your calendar, you'll think of so many things. And a lot of things I do are easy. They're efficient. They don't take a lot of time. I'm not the mom that's in here hand sewing and knitting things. I'm just not. 
But by looking at your calendar ahead of time, you're like, oh, you know what? That would be really cute if we did something special for this. Or if I made them a special basket of this. I also love that this helps me have sort of a when I'm out and about list. So maybe you're like, okay, 4th of July is coming up. Pick up fireworks, something that you couldn't really order online. Or keep an eye out for new dining room table placemats and chargers kind of thing. Something that you wouldn't necessarily just power out online. But that way I have my keep an eye out for list, which is so helpful because say you're, you know, headed into Target and you really only need two things. And you're like, I'm going in here for two things. I just refer to my keep an eye out for list. I'm like, oh yeah, I wanted to pick up a couple of these things and I wanted to do it in person. I just like that it gives us a plan for the month. It makes us think of things ahead of time. Like every year for Earth Day at school, I always send my kids in some sort of Earth Day shirt. I just feel like it's festive and it's fun and it's supporting Mother Nature. I just think it's a, a cool thing. And again, a lot of times I get them in Old Navy and they're $8. It's not like, I just want to put into perspective, it's not like all these things need to be like you're ordering a balloon garland for the front lawn for St. Patrick's Day. No, I'm just saying you're looking at the different things coming up and what they may, what your kids may have, what you may have, and you're ordering things ahead of time or you're making a plan for things ahead of time. It also helps me for school supplies or school projects. When I get an email from teachers, I put it on the calendar of, a, you know, if it's a project that they're involving parents in. Another thing with gifts. So gifts is a huge one because I really like to give thoughtful gifts and personal gifts or personalized gifts. So by looking at my month as a whole or looking a little bit, like I said, into the first week of the next month, you can really take your time and think about what someone may like. Like I just made for my girlfriend, Jenny, I just made her a book for her birthday coming up a photo book from Shutterfly.com of her last birthday. She did, it was during COVID, she did a sweet boat party on Duffy boats. So we were all on separate Duffy boats. So every family got their own. She had a gorgeous pink one. I did a balloon arch on it for her and decorated it for her. And we just had the best time, especially since it was at the beginning of COVID and how do you even celebrate? But the individual Duffies was so cool. So I took all the best pictures and I made her this hardcover photo book with all the pictures from her birthday. So I'm going to give that to her as part of her next birthday gift. Again, that was one of those things that more took time and advanced planning rather than money. And then it's so fun and thoughtful and unexpected versus what I was doing a couple of years ago, which is probably running to Nordstrom, you know, the night before, two nights before I realized that I had our girls dinner or girls lunch to kind of pick out something that I think that she might like, which is also nice. But I'd much rather not go out at night, you know, in a hurry, either take the kids or figure out someone to leave the kids, all the things like it's just so much more for me. I spend less money, I get a more thoughtful gift. And I'm prepared and it's wrapped a week or more ahead of time rather than racing out. Just the stress of it for me is not worth it. And the the extra time spent. Like the photo book is a little bit more of an investment of time. So that probably took me two hours to organize the photos and put the whole book together at least. 
but I did it in bed while my kids were watching a show and we're all snuggling. Like it was good. It was way better than stress, parking, getting out. Like, listen, I'm not trying to say like I don't leave the house, but I'm just saying if it's something that you can do really efficiently and get something even better and spend less money, something that's more memorable, do that. Usually it's just about advanced planning. It's just my favorite. Talking about self-care, if you need to book your fitness and your fitness or your gym classes outside of the house, book it and put it on your calendar. Get it on there. I'm telling you, one of the best parts about this is we're looking at our whole month. How you spend your time and how you spend your money tells you your priorities. If you missed that podcast, you have to go back to that podcast. It was one that I really liked and has really taken me a long time to learn. How you spend your time and how you spend your money tells you your priorities. So look at your calendar. Make sure it has balance for all the things that are important to you. If one of my kids needs something, I also put that on the side, like that side panel, that side note area. Or if it's something that I can do quickly. You know, sometimes depending on the ages of your kids, you just know your child needs help with something. Maybe they need a specific tutor or maybe they need more one-on-one time or maybe they need more pants, whatever it is. I'll, I'll kind of jot it down to keep in mind. And lately, as my girls are getting over and older and as we're navigating COVID, friendships have been difficult and feeling like you have you know, friends and, and, and a couple friends has just been difficult. So I'll write down that, um, you know, help the girls with their friendships. I'll just write something little. So that way, when I'm looking at my calendar, that's something that I want to keep reminding myself of. So when we have a free Friday after school, I'll send a text to a friend to have a play date or things like that. You know, it just helps me keep those things, uh, you know, top of mind. Cause I've realized sometimes you'll think about it, but then listen, we're all so busy. We're pulled in a million directions. We have constant distractions or we distract ourselves on our phones or otherwise. So I like having that little reminder. Also, if I know one of my kids needs something, again, if it's less than five minutes, I try to just execute it. So I would send a couple emails in that moment and say to to their couple friends that they want to cultivate stronger relationships with, um, obviously send the emails to the parents and say, hey, any chance you're free? These are a couple dates that were free. Any chance we could set up a play date? And I'll make sure I do it evenly between the two girls. And then I feel like I'm working towards something that is important that they need a little bit of help with. Again, if it's less than five minutes, do it right then. If it's something that's kind of ongoing, put it in your side notes. That way, you know, when you have some downtime and you're looking at your calendar and you're doing your planning, you have it. Another thing I love about calendar planning is restaurant reservations. You know how so often it's hard to get the right day and time. The trick with this though is you have to call and cancel if you're not going to do it. So I overly book reservations. I look at my whole calendar. I plan out date nights, friend nights, uh, family dinners, and I book dinner reservations for everything. And then if we end, sometimes I don't even know. Sometimes I'll say, okay, four people or six people. Maybe there'll be two families. Uh, Let's do it for 10 people. And I just always make sure I put it in my book and I look at my book all the time, especially first thing in the morning. And I'm just really considerate and I cancel with as much notice as I can if I know we're not going to do it. But this eliminates the stress. You know, when you go to go out to dinner and you just can't get in anywhere and you're like, oh, how did I not make a reservation? This is the best because 
you take your time. It takes me maybe like a half hour between calling all the places. And I prefer just to call because a lot of times if you do online reservations, they only allow such a limited amount. I found that I can click around and try to book so many things online, but I just, I don't know, can only end up booking half of them. So I just prefer to call. I prefer to call. I just get on the phone and I'm kind of making some options and I write down exactly the time and day and how many people. So that way I can call and cancel or adjust if I need to. And again, that leaves me not scrambling and not being a hot mess express for anything. And that's really the goal of all of this, right? To be able to be calm and organized and ready for things, have a plan. I love to have a plan, but it's always very flexible. Like, hey, I have dinner reservations, but you know, I'll tell Craig when we start thinking about the weekend, kind of come Thursday, I'll say I have this on Friday, Friday night, date night, Saturday night with friends, and then I have a Sunday lunch. What do you love? What do you want to eliminate? I'm the type of person I want five activities a day. He wants one, <laughs> one-ish. So I try to kind of adjust it that way, but I love having the option. So definitely do that. Do any sort of restaurant reservations um, ahead of time. It's also great for vacations. Um, of course, a lot of people book vacations more than a month out, but weekend getaways, I'll look and I'll say, oh, we have a completely free weekend with nothing here. What could we do here? And I've learned as my kids get older, it's nice to have a plan like one of the weekend days and then no plan the other day, just because sometimes it can be difficult with different personalities and different ages to wake up and not have a plan at all. Sometimes it can just end up for either like a non-day, which I'm totally down for a mellow day, um, decompress, relax, everyone does their own thing, totally down for that. But you know those days when you kind of like everyone gets up to do stuff, but you don't really have a plan, you haven't thought about it. So I don't know. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I like to have some days with set things planned, even if it's just an hour adventure out to do something. And then lots of other time, especially on the weekends without a set plan. I just find that balancing that, sometimes having some things booked and I'll look online. I'll see what kid events are happening? I'll look at the community center. If you're listening to this real time during COVID, obviously there's a lot less options, but there are still options. I will look on the social media accounts of place, you know, social media accounts that feature places near where we live, see what's happening. I just saw that there's a really cool waterfall in Dana Point, which I had no idea even existed. I think it only exists when it's really raining. So maybe I hadn't heard, but I was like, what a great adventure to go see that something different than we haven't done. And then hopefully things are opening again soon and you could book your Disneyland days or your days at the fair and put them on the calendar. I think there's something wonderful about doing things last minute for the right things and just being flexible and spur the moment. I love that. But I think also when there's, if you have a bigger family and there's kids involved, sometimes having things ahead of time, buying tickets online ahead of time, even if you can buy them at the door, just helps make everything smoother. Like my calendar planning just makes my life less panicked and less stressed. Now listen, things are always going to pop up, but as much as I can plan ahead of time, I'm planning out. Another thing. One of the very first podcasts I did when I started this podcast channel is how to be the happiest person in the room 
was the, how to be awesome and being the happiest person in the room was the podcast title. And basically the summary of it is make sure you want to be in that room. So that's what we're bringing in here. Make sure everything on there is something you want to be doing unless you really actually have to do it for whatever reason. So if it is an actual obligation that you don't want to do, okay, it must stay, but make sure things are what you want to be doing. Think about, this is how I decide if I want to do something or not. And I've become so much more decisive over the years. I picture myself waking up in the morning, that day of the event, and how do I feel? So I always say the baby shower example. So say it's, you know, a coworker who you're friendly with because you work together, their baby shower. But you get the invitation and instantly you're like, it's just not something I want to do for whatever reason. You, but you were like, I should say yes. Everyone's going. I should say yes. But my whole thing is, is picture yourself the morning of how are you going to feel? If you're dreading going, then say no in a super polite way. Don't lie. Just say, you say something sincere and genuine. I'm not able to make it. However, I'm sending you my favorite baby bathtub. Enjoy. So you're being thoughtful, you're being considerate, nobody can fault you for it. Where I've made a mistake is I say yes because I feel like I have to. As it gets closer, I'm dreading it, I don't want to go, and then maybe I cancel sort of last minute, and that feels awful. So try to decide ahead of time and make sure your calendar, you like your calendar. Make sure everything on there is something, are things you want to be doing unless they are an actual obligation. Again, do this whole process when you have the time to execute things, like get the quick things out of the way and do it the right way. So you're not hurried, you're looking at everything, you're making sure things are balanced, you have enough downtime, you have enough activities planned. And then when you think of things ahead of time, pop onto your calendar and put it on that sidebar of the month. Put your apple picking on there. If you have certain holiday traditions for Halloween or for Christmas, put them on the side. Maybe you take your family photos. You normally do them in November, but maybe you might want to do them a little earlier to be on top of it. A lot of times you can get better pricing with photographers before it's in their busy months. And maybe the weather is better and you want to do it in August, something like that. I put all those things. So, you know, book family photos, I'll put that ahead of time or just some things that I might forget. I'm always adding to and adjusting my calendars and putting reminders in. But the reason why I love calendar reminders more than just a list is because it's so easy for things to get lost in one big list. But if I'm putting it on the month, I'm constantly looking at it. Or when I do my month planning, I'm looking at what's, what's on the side. Even if it's something I'm struggling with, I'll say, you know, figure out a Valentine's present or work on this project with work, or think of something really thoughtful to send to this doctor who went above and beyond. So even if I don't know, I either put everything on a brain dump list, or I put it on the sidebar of the of my month, so I know that it's something to really keep in mind. I'm telling you, this is so efficient with gifts. It's so efficient with outfits. Oh, we didn't talk about outfits. Okay, so if I have a special event coming up, I look on my calendar. And again, if I sort of know the brand and depending on how much time I have, I'll start looking ahead of time. 
I ne- I swear I spent so many hours looking for outfits the night before and I feel like maybe in a weird way it was like a little bit of a thrill but it's not a thrill you likely I found you can find something that you like so much better spend less money less stress and all that time that you spend trying to search and a lot of times I would go to you know every store in the mall and just couldn't find something that I liked and we know of course it's great to support in store and it's great to support small businesses. And I definitely do all of that. But for the sake of efficiency and time for something like this, it's so easy to search online. You could pop on 10 different websites and type in, you know, sequin, sequin knee length dress or turtleneck dress or black dress, whatever it is. It's just so easy to search exactly what you're looking for more than walking in physically to stores to find what you're looking for. So any special event outfits, I always either get online ahead of time or I put on my list that's like keep an eye out for, but I'm always doing it ahead of time. Never last minute because I just realized that does not equal joy. I usually go into the event tired or maybe not finding exactly what I want. And that's just not how I want to spend my days. I'm telling you, I absolutely love calendar planning. I love looking at the month calendar. I think it will make you save time, save money, feel more efficient, feel more together, have less of those panic moments, have less of those things you forgot, give more thoughtful gifts, make more time for things that are important to you, prioritize yourself and your health and your self-care, make time for trips or weekend trips or special adventures that are important to you or your family. And it's really helped me have so much more time to do the things that I want to do because I'm just more efficient with everything. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really hope you got so many great tidbits and you are going to run off and plan your next month. As always, let me know what you learned about this podcast and what you want to hear more of. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.